Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Back to another edition of PHLY Union Podcast. Hat, well, first off, we're probably going to say it a couple times today, but happy holidays to all. It's a, I guess it's our Christmas or holiday edition of the PHLY Union Podcast, dead in the offseason. Of course, <laughs> I am JP Zapata, joined as always with Renee Washington, and we will have shortly here our lead writer, Larry Henry, in a little bit. But let's start off with Renee, which I'm loving the entire week. She's very Christmassy. I like it. Renee, what's going on? Well, I'm great, JP. I'm excited. Uh, Christmas is just days away. That's right. I have to go home and finish wrapping the rest of my gifts. Uh, today is a very like holiday festive day. I'll be wearing more holiday stuff tomorrow as well. You know, actually every day from here on out, I'm wearing I'm wearing Christmas stuff. <laughs> like I've already been jamming out to my Christmas playlist. I was I like talking it. to Tyler, who's the Scrooge, and I'm the complete opposite. Um, and he's not all about the Christmas music. I am. I'm blasting it as much as possible. And JP, you had me a little bit in my feels because you surprised all of us with some presents. And I, and I teared up a little bit. I was already kind of tearing up because Vince showed me a sad, sappy video, which <laughs> takes absolutely nothing for me to tear up for. Um, so I'm feeling great. I love that I'm seeing Babita. You were yes. first. Thank you so much for the compliment, by the way. I appreciate that. And also, Eugene Krabs, welcome. I would love to give you $500 billion. I'd give everybody $500 billion if I could. Uh, but all I can give is a happy holidays. And JP, how are you feeling this holiday season? I feel great. Obviously, uh, my Santa Claus this year is Ernst Tanner because I'm asking <laughs> him for some gifts. That's really all I need this, this Christmas. I don't need much of anything else. But no, it's a, it's a fun time. I'm, I won't lie to everyone. Of course, I'm here physically, but my mind is in Columbia. As you know, my, my parents are down there. So I'm getting like like Aww. WhatsApp pictures and messages, audio messages of what's going on, the party every night in Colombia. But I love this time of year. It, it's, it's special no matter where you're at. But the most important part is being around family and friends. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about this part of the, uh, the holidays. It's Agreed. all about family and friends. It is. It is. And it happens so fast. It moves by so quickly, which is why I always say you have to cherish and celebrate every part of it, especially if you have a, if you have a birthday. Let's say your birthday is like next Wednesday, December 27th, mm -hmm. for example. You have to make sure that you're cherishing your birthdays and celebrating. And that's Tyler Zuli, hey. whose birthday is next Wednesday, December 27th. And I've been getting on Tyler, and I will continue to tell everybody, 
celebrate holidays as much as you can. Even if right. it's like, like I'm all about your birthday. <clears throat> Let's say it's December 27th. You celebrate it all December <laughs> because you don't, there's no guarantee of how things are going to look the next year. I'm not talking right. about just in a bad way, even in a good way. Like you could have a job and you relocate for your job and now you're no longer around your usual, you know, family or friends. You could have, you know, anything major could change in your life. So enjoy the now. Enjoy the now. I agree. Mm-hmm. 100%. All right, well, let's enjoy the now with our buddy uh, Larry Henry. I'd love to hear Larry's thoughts on the holiday season. Uh, Larry, who's typically in with us in person on Thursdays, joining us today virtually. Larry's got the uh, holiday gear going also. A little bit of a blur there uh, for you there, though, Larry. But we can see you, and I hope we can hear you. Oh, and I can (laughs) see the... the, Okay. What does your sweatshirt say? I think it's a sweater, actually. Yeah, so, hey, everyone. Um, yeah, so, obviously, I'm a big Simpsons fan, nice. and it's uh, Mo from The Simpsons, and uh, he's got a pretty miserable-looking face. It says, oh, what, oh, how fun it is. So, and, uh, yeah, so, I'm not a Scrooge. I'm just, I, I, I love, uh, I do enjoy the holidays, and I love The Simpsons, so why not piece two of my favorite things together into, into one shirt that's very, very nice and comfy at this time of year as well, because it's, it's freezing out, so. <laughs> I love that. It is, it is the season to be comfortable. Yes. And uh, be able to show off, you know, all your favorite things. Um, I know Babita is also saying... Uh, minority parents love yeah. their WhatsApp. <laughs> say my, my Indian parents are on it 24-7 sending Literally. the most random stuff. I love that. WhatsApp is great. WhatsApp is, I mean, yeah. it allows everything. you to be able to text and, and call and FaceTime uh, in a very convenient way. All you need is Wi-Fi. Gone are the days. My mom used to walk into like the Mexican Mart that was down the street from her house uh. and she would go in to get the minute card so you can call back over oh once the minutes gosh. are over. That was it. So now having WhatsApp is so much more convenient for sure. Wow. So Bavita gets it. Bavita gets it. Yes. Oh my goodness. Wow. That's that's wild. Things have changed for the better so it makes it easier to connect. Um, listen, let's talk. Let's stay on the excitement of the last week. A lot has happened since our last show. Mm-hmm. And uh, whew, I guess let's start with the fact, let's start with Chris Donovan. Exciting news um, that we heard that Chris Donovan is going to stay with the union as he signs an extension with the union. And with that deal, Chris Donovan uh, now has the opportunity, his contract runs through the 2025 MLS season with options for 2026-27. And Chris Donovan, I I chuckled at this, but had a breakthrough season, as some may call it, uh, because he had a goal and assist in 18 appearances in the regular season, but also scored game winners versus Carataro FC in the League's Cup quarterfinal, as well as, of course, New England Revolution in the playoffs that we, of course, remember so vividly. Mm -hmm. And so Donovan, you know, gets an extension. Um, We're seeing some offseason moves for the union. What were your first thoughts on this move when you guys saw it, guys? Yeah, I mean, for Chris Donovan, I I think that he's well-deserved. So it's obviously, it's an extension for this year with options for 26 and 20, or through 25 with options 26 and 27. So Chris, coming off the big year that he had, obviously, like, the union are going to give him a little bit more vote of confidence, which I I do agree. I I just don't know what exactly Chris Donovan is going to be. Like, when I watch him, all I really see is a really quality MLS backups forward for years to come. Obviously, we're going to have to wait and see there, but I, I just don't think that the union should settle what they have already. Remember, Carranza, we all know that he's going to have his spur of amazing play where teams in Europe are going to be interested in that. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure those rumors are going to come up again. 
I don't know if, if it's going to happen during the winter. We'll, we'll have to wait and see, but summer definitely is going to be some more interest in Julian Carranza, so you do have to plan with that. So I, I think that, Chris, this is a move more so for the uni to kind of, you know, congratulate him and give him that boost of confidence that he's going to need further here in 24. But I think that down the line, this is a position that definitely could use a little bit more quality. Yeah, Larry. I mean, I, I agree with you, JP. And I'm sure I'm curious to hear your thoughts, Larry, in a moment. But, you know, when I saw this, I uh, first of all, the fact he's a, a Drexel University grad. And I know, of course, the union drafted a Penn standout as well, which we'll get to in a moment. But it is always great to see those local talents yeah. that haven't been able to elevate their game. Uh, someone that I that got CAA Player of the Year honors in 2021 and has had a great career in Philly alone. And I know Ernst Tanner was talking about him and just saying how Chris has capitalized on every opportunity given, has played an important role in games of consequence, and that he's committed to further developing. And, you know, you see that. He seems like just that solid role player, wants to get better, wants to make the most of his minutes, and is more of that depth piece, as you talk about, that he'll be able to give you some good minutes at forward. If he can score some goals or help be a contributor in the attack, that always helps as well. But I don't see him as someone that's going to be, you know, a breakthrough in the sense of a starter, a main staple, but just someone that's going to be a, a plug-in piece where needed, Larry. I don't know your thoughts on this move. Uh, Babita's saying solid move. Do you agree? Solid move just to re-sign Chris Donovan, especially after last season? Yeah, I think that Chris Donovan definitely was deserving of a, a longer stay with the union. Um, you know, he's been a really hardworking forward, uh, maybe not the most threatening in terms of just scoring goals and getting assists. But um, but overall, I think it, it was a, a good move for the club because like JP had said, too, about uh, Carranza and his future with the team. We don't know how long he could be with the union. Um, it's good to have. Uh, some depth scoring, and uh, Chris Donovan did that this past season, scored pretty much in every competition uh, that he played in. So um, definitely, I think, uh, a good move for him, a good move for the union, and um, rewarding to see, right? Because, again, like you said, Renee, he's a local local player, played collegiately in in, uh, in Philadelphia, and, and um, I just think that, uh, you know, it's great to see when franchises reward players like that. Yeah, and just to add to that real quick, I do think that this team could bode well with a veteran option as well coming off the bench. Yeah. You know, I've, I've always pleaded that a guy like Kai Kamar is like the best example that I can think of. Obviously a vet in the MLS, but that's a guy where if you need him for a spot star coming off in the second half for, for, for 30, 20 minutes or so, that's someone that you definitely can rely upon to get you a goal. So I think that going forward, that is something the union could look at. Because if you're looking at depth, obviously you saw Quinn and Chris Donovan mm -hmm. getting a lot of those minutes coming off the bench. So if you're looking for that quick change of pace, and you know there are those times where Ura or Carranza are not really performing or not scoring those goals, it would really bode well to have that veteran guy who can ease things down in, in, in with the attack and also you can rely upon on scoring a goal, whether that be in the league or outside the league, but a veteran option would definitely be great for this team. Yeah, I agree. And of course, that's something we've talked a lot about. That's still the hope is that with all of these moves, whether it's 
an extension or signings or super draft that the hopeful goal is that the union will, of course, bring someone in that's that veteran piece because yeah. that is absolutely needed. Now, I want to give a congratulations to the three guys that were drafted. <clears throat> Excuse me. So as we talk about Drexel standout, well, also in Philly, uh, not too far away, right? Uh, they share uh, Chestnut Street and Walnut Street in Philly. <laughs> UPenn campus has a uh, standout of their own in Stas Korzeniowski. Uh, now, I've covered Stas in in his time with Penn. And, you know, he's he's a solid forward, as we talk about just the piece. And this is a tweet that the union had going out um, as they were going to the Super Draft, welcoming in their new addition in Stas. Stas was selected 53rd overall in the MLS Super Draft on Tuesday. And uh, at just 20 years old, 50 matches that he appeared in with UPenn, 35 starts in his three years with the Quakers, had 20 goals, 15 assists, and also someone that's been named first-team All-Region, Ivy League Offensive Player of the Year, first-team All-Ivy, uh, Philly Six Soccer All-Star, um, a number of different accolades that he has under his name, and this is just one of the latest that he adds to them. The important thing for Stas that I like, guys, is his size that he brings, because Stas has, I think he's like six feet tall is what they have him mm -hmm. listed as, officially it's always interesting, but he is about, he is a true like six footer and he's like a, st a solid stocky six foot forward. So he has the ability to hold balls up. He can make runs and he's great in finishing around the net. And uh, with Penn, I think that's what I, what always stood out to me when I watched him play is he's truly that forward. You have to keep an eye on solid aerial presence, solid, just making runs towards net and also being able to find, uh, you know, find the back end of a cross, a service, a pass. Um, and just has a true nose for a goal. So I was excited to hear that he got selected 53rd overall. It was a, a cool moment, and I was kind of like, ooh, I covered you in college, and now we're talking <laughs> about you in the MLS also. That is always fun. <laughs> it, it's funny because, like, Vince uh, came up to us today um, and asked us about the draft and if they were going to be anything of, mm -hmm. of like, you know, that could that could produce for us later on the line. It's funny because, like, the other sports in America, the, the draft is where you get a lot of your talent, right? Oh, but, yeah. Here in the MLS, it's not the same, so it's interesting, like, trying to explain, like, yeah, this guy may be something for us down the line. And, you know, we've hit on draft picks. You know, you look at Andre mm -hmm. Blake, Jack Elliott, Ray Gaddis. Like, those are some of the draft picks that we actually have hit on. So, who knows? Maybe one of these three picks that we selected here could be a, a depth piece or someone of service of us down the line. But they're going to have to go through something like what these academy kids go through, go through that development, go through the trenches, and, and make their name known during training. That's oh, yeah. We, that's where it all comes down to. Oh, yeah, for sure, Larry. I mean, uh, what are your thoughts on someone like Stas being added into the mix for, for the union? Yeah, I was uh, I was actually pretty shocked that they drafted somebody, to be honest, um, <laughs> you know, because we've seen them trade their picks in the past. We've uh, we've seen them trade their picks in the past, and um, obviously we know Ernst and Jim um, but I think Stas will be a, a great addition to the team, right? Um, really good production at Penn. Uh, a lot of honors, like you said, Renee, uh, in the Ivy League. And um, again, we don't know kind of what this forward group is going to look like this time next year or going into, you know, 2025. Uh, so I think this is a, a great opportunity for him to, to um, you know, obviously grow with this group, learn with these guys. Um, I, probably even get opportunities with Union 2 and MLS Next Pro, which um, we've seen a lot of these guys do, right? Chris Donovan obviously played there. Jack McGlynn played there. Quinn Sullivan. Um, the list kind of goes on and on. Um, and I think that's great because that you're playing every week. You're playing 
not only against guys your own age, but also first team players for other teams that might be dropping down trying to get minutes. Yeah. Um, so I think great, great pick for them. Getting forward depth is always key, right? Because if you have some injuries here and there, you don't know who's going to be in the mix. Obviously, Champions Cup this coming season, Leagues Cup again, uh, Open Cup. We'll see kind of what happens there. Um, but still, it's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of games for the Union uh, again this year, and uh, the depth's definitely going to be needed. Yeah, yeah. And one other fun fact for you guys about Stas is. He also went to the same high school as me. Hey. Yeah, so uh, I know Jose's putting his hey. correct stats, his correct information in the chat. Yes, he's 6'4". I said 6-footer, so yes, that includes 6'4", too. Uh, but for Stas, he graduated from the Pennington School, which is where I went, nice. and had a ton of different, like, prep uh, accolades, uh, Trentoni accolades. And I remember, I mean, he's seven or eight years after I graduated from high school, making me feel a little old. But <laughs> it's great because there's a lot of uh, soccer players that have come through Pennington on the men's and women's side that have gone on to play professionally and still are. And Stas, uh, coolly enough, gets added to that list. Soccer so. powerhouse. Huh? Yeah, you know, we, had a, we, have, we have had so many players that have come through Pennington that cool. play at the professional level and are still doing so. So great to see Stas repping my high school as a Red Raider um, to be able to go on and play in the MLS. And Larry, we'll get your thoughts on the other two um, before we move along here. In Zachary Bohane and Francesco Montali, and apologies if I'm saying his last name incorrectly for Bohane, but mm -hmm. selected 63rd overall for Zachary and 82nd overall for Francesco. So before we get into their specific college stats, take a look at Zachary's information as he was tweeted out um, as the 63rd overall pick as well. And as a, at Stanford University, uh, not a school that I attended, guys, appeared in 35 matches, nine goals, 13 assists in two seasons, uh, led the team with, in goals with eight and assists with 11, a total points in 2023, a standout. Uh, and just as a sophomore, as a, a young guy making that jump to the MLS in Bohane. And then on the other side for Francesco Montali, another one that's going to be able to add some depth in nets. As a goalkeeper, Francesco selected 82nd overall and at 23 years old racked up 149 saves, 47 appearances, and 47 starts in his three years at Boston University. I am a Patriot League alum. I did coach at Lehigh University. Hey. So I'm like, I love all the little connections. The sports world's very small. But out of uh, BU, he had a great career as well. Um, did have different accolades, an All-American first-teamer, a two-time Patriot League goalkeeper of the year, a U.S. coaches, All-Atlantic region first-team. The list goes on and on for Patriot League as well as uh, national and regional honors for, for him. So, you know, with that, the union pick up a couple different pieces. You pick up a goalkeeper, you pick up a midfielder in Zachary, and you pick up a forward in Stas. And as we all mentioned, and Larry, I'll start off with you, they actually made draft picks which is something that we don't always see from the Philadelphia Union where they actually selected guys. With these two and a midfielder and a goalkeeper piece, what were your thoughts, Larry, when you first saw the news go through? Yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was a, a good job done right? in the team. Um, like you said, Renee, just kind of picking pieces all throughout the formation, right? The goalie, or a forward. Uh, both who is, is young. He didn't have tons of maybe college experience as a high ceiling, you know, from the, from the YouTube clips and the highlight tapes that I've watched of him. He, he's very 
clever with the ball, crafty with the ball, um, and I think more experience in next pro will probably get him kind of well seasoned for a, a longer MLS career. Um, Montali was a, a kind of a shock because they did the union did draft Holden Trent uh, last year's draft as a goalie, and now this year they pick another goalie two years in a row. Um, but obviously, you know Joe being re-signed right so we you have Andre Blake you have Holden Trent and now you have Montali and then you have probably some academy kids in the mix as well that we saw with Union 2 um, so there's definitely going to be kind of a lot of jostling for that number two spot whether it's Holden Trent whether it's Montali whether it's somebody who we don't see um, you know uh, someone kind of comes out of out of nowhere from the academy. Um, but I think, again, I think getting depth in all those areas is important, right? Because they're going to have a big, big schedule in 2024. Um, a lot of games, you don't know what could happen, knock on wood with injuries and stuff. So, um, but I, I think it was a, it was really good draft and, and three guys that I think that union fans will, will really enjoy for, uh, for years to come. It's interesting because like, the routes of the MLS has changed a lot over the years, right? Like, oh, yeah. you know, it used to be like, you know, you look at Clint Dempsey's an MLS draft pick for the New England Revolution, and you saw what the career turned out for him. But now the route, the preferred route, is to start at a young age, be noticed by these academies and these clubs, and move on with those that youth team, and move, eventually you're signed by the senior team. That's that's the hope here. You know, as Jose is mentioning here in the comments mm -hmm. about Boheen, you know, if he shows up to preseason, he could, you know, null his eligibility for the for NCAA here, and that's that's a tough part here because you know a lot of the you know Larry mentioned about the union not drafting players. A lot of that has to do with because we have really good kids here in the homegrown system yeah. where it's like need the draft because we got really good players and sometimes these draft picks aren't as good as some of these 14 15 16 year old kids so it is always tough for some of these kids but the montali one's interesting because the goalkeeper position in general for the union is interesting going into this year mm -hmm. andre obviously has that locked down but since matt freeze is gone what's the future looking like for that position now holden trent you saw some nice athletic ability in training and, and warm-ups but other than that not much vote of confidence, I would say, from the union. You saw a lot of Joe Bendick, where a lot of fans, you remember that time where Andre was injured in the middle of the season. Yeah. You know, a lot of fans were asking to see what Holden Trent could do in a big-time match, and you never really got to see that. I, and you don't have Bendick here. I do expect him to go with the veteran route here, or at least an old, like someone in their 20s at least, for their to backup goalkeeper position behind Andre Blake. But now it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of competition, which always brings out the best in players. Mm -hmm. So we'll see Fontali when he comes here if he can compete as well. But I'm I'm still I'm still holding out, holding shrine. I did like what I saw, so <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll wait to see. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And Larry, I'm excited as you continue to write articles. Uh, and for everybody that's tuning in, Larry's doing a great job pumping yeah. out articles, just keeping us up to date on what's going on with whether it's super draft picks or the re-signing or anything else that's happening around the union as well as schedule releases. So, Larry, uh, as we get ready to let you go, keep up the awesome work. Yeah. And also, uh, happy holidays to you, buddy. I, uh, we'll see you very soon. But Merry Christmas, happy holidays to you and your family. And I know there's a cold going around your household, so I hope everybody's feeling better and hope you're all feeling well and can enjoy this holiday season. Bye, Larry. <laughs> All right. Well, Larry, who always does a fantastic job. Thank you, Larry. Thank you. Yes.
Make sure you guys uh, check out the work that Larry's doing. Some fantastic pieces oh, yeah. that he's pumping out, giving you all the updates around the team, all that's going on around soccer, honestly. And even as we talk about Union 2, whether it's the senior team, Union 2, or not other things, Larry's keeping you in the loop. And let me keep you in the loop on something else that's going to help you out, and that's Rocket Money. Yes, Eugene Krabs, you are correct. Rocket <laughs> Money is a great place to make sure that you have a personal finance app. That's so right on your phone, right in your pocket that helps to find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps lower your bills. The beauty about Rocket Money and as someone that uses that myself, they give you alerts. If you have a refund, if you have a subscription, if you have a charge that's been made to your cards that they don't recognize, they will let you know. So making sure that you're helping to take care of your finances and as somebody that checks her finances every day and I'm constantly looking at you know what's what's been taking out what's happening I'm looking at updates I'm looking at everything Rocket Money simplifies that process for you so over at Rocket Money they do a great job and they have over 5 million users that they help save a mem their members an average of $720 per year and they also have helped with $500 million in canceled subscriptions so they'll even communicate to those subscriptions for you if you want to get rid of that 10.99 charge or that $2 charge, you're not sure where it's coming from, they will actually take that on themselves and get rid of those unwanted subscriptions for you. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Stop wasting money on things that you don't want to use anymore. And cancel those unwanted subscriptions by going over to rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y. And Rocket Money does a great job helping you save, which is so important, especially during the holidays. I do want to go back to what the conversation was about. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The, the super drafts and, mm. and even the process for the MLS. There were a couple different nuggets of information you guys shared. Uh, make sure you guys are hitting that thumbs up button for sure while you're in here and join the conversation as well. Oh, yeah. So starting with the point of the, I'm going to start with the draft specifically before we even get into who the union drafted. Mm -hmm. Now, as somebody that's uh, gone through that process, mm -hmm. I do understand there's a lot of moving pieces. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great that soccer has evolved to a point where you now have 14, 15, 16-year-olds um, on the male and female side that are able to play professionally. You know, I know I, I remember talking about the NWSL. They just launched that you can have high school athletes that can play in the NWSL. In my opinion, if you're talented enough, why continue playing at the high school level, at the collegiate level, getting under-trained, un unfortunately, sometimes? Maybe you're, you're, you're even in, a, in an environment that's not allowing you to grow and get better, whereas if you can play with the professionals where you can compete, you can get that high-level training that matches where you are right now and also have an opportunity to have the, the proper investment in your skills. Mm -hmm. It's needed. But then on the other side of it, I know there's been controversies from everything, NBA, MLS, whatever, of if it doesn't pan out, can you go back? And uh, I know that's okay. tough. I know that's tough. I know um, Jose was mentioning it in the chat a little bit about, you know, that does make it so that he's unable to go back to Stanford's, yeah. you know, and go play with Stanford if you go into preseason. And to be honest, it's a, it's a tough 
thing to wrap your head around. Like, oh, wait, you, there's no fallback option. I know in the WNBA specifically, they launched something where you can put your name in for the draft, but you can still, if you don't get drafted or you decide not to go play, you can still return back to your college. But in my opinion, once you start training with that professional team, even if you don't make it into preseason, it actually makes sense to me not to be able to go back. So as someone that went through preseason, it's a totally different type of training. It's a totally different level. And as we know, the NCAA especially is Mm -hmm. very specific on those other opportunities. You can go play with your your country in the Olympics, in the World Cup. You can go do that. But going and playing with a professional team and then going back is a problem because, as we know, I'm sure there would be people that would take advantage of that. And they'd go put their, their name in the hat because, to be honest, you can get in the preseason without being drafted. Mm-hmm. So they might put their name in, go get into preseason, get a couple weeks training with their local team, and then go back. And there would be people that would abuse that, that opportunity. So yeah. I kind of like it. I mean, it makes sense. If you're good enough to get invited into preseason, you gotta, you, you, if that doesn't work out, go play overseas, I go agree. play somewhere else. Because there would be people that would take advantage and abuse that system for sure. Well, don't um, correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, we have two thirds of the uh, PHOI Phillies podcast. If you if you're a high school kid and you get drafted, can't you then go back into the draft, get re-entered in the draft? So you have to make a decision. Yeah. If you're gonna go, if you get selected and and you're gonna go to that team. That's your forfeit of collegiate eligibility. Exactly. You it. can choose to not sign, though. There's been plenty of players who were drafted like 20th round out of high school and then mm-hmm. play in college a year, play in college two years, get drafted in the third round, bonus pool money, all that kind of stuff. So you can make that decision to not sign, but once you do sign, that's your forfeiture exactly. of, of collegiate And Tyler, a- that's a, that exactly is why I think it makes sense because once you sign – you're saying I'm making that commitment to take the next step. And you can't then just decide to go back and play in college. There are a lot of athletes that will put their name in the hat, especially in a league like baseball, where you have the ability to make the decision to see, okay, what is my my draft stock? Mm-hmm. Where am I going to get selected if they don't feel like they got selected high enough or you know, didn't get the money that they wanted? Now they might decide I'm going to go back to college, continue getting better, and then try again. So I like the ability to at least give them that choice because yeah. that hasn't always been the case. It's been a situation where you had to wait until you graduated or you had to wait and you know, whatever. Now you have the choice. Then there's the other alternatives, minor leagues, G League, yeah. playing in overseas for soccer, you know, playing on like the Union 2 team, mm-hmm. you know, the, the MLS Next uh, pipeline. There's other steps that also give them options. So I love the options, but I also love you have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. And I think that it makes sense to me to give players the option, but then not allow them to abuse that said option. Yeah. Um, I'm just watching to see what Tyler's saying here. So, <laughs> you know, I probably could just use my words. I was going to um, say, use your words, I was kiddo. intrigued because it looked like it was pretty good. <laughs> the NHL is the only league in America that allows you to retain your collegiate eligibility. Ah, so, like, for example, okay. Cutter yes. Gauthier is still playing at Boston University, even though the what Flyers own his... Uh, contract rights could come back for the playoffs too, but that's the top for another another podcast. Well, the yeah. NHL the hockey pipeline in general is a little bit different and right. behind and off. I would say because a lot of 
a lot of guys don't even go to college instead they'll go play what is it the hockey play echl the, yeah, or like ohl go play yeah in, in those other leagues um so it i mean i guess you can say the same about soccer technically it's just there's different options and it doesn't have to be the traditional go to college play for four years graduate and then go pro you can go play in a different league and then make that decision. So what I like about these draft picks is I think it provides you with, you know, for each of these guys that the union brought in specifically, um, you now have a chance to work with them. Yeah. You know, someone like Fran- Francesco, uh, the plan's not for him to come in and, and, and I mean, obviously everyone's competing for a spot, but not to come in and, and take over as goalie. But now you have the chance. He's 23 years old. He's had a solid career at Boston University, which is a, a strong, a strong program. Now you have a chance to go in there and learn. For sure. You have a few guys ahead of you. You're in the mix. You're in the training. Um, and I and so I, I think it makes sense to me that these aren't pieces we're expecting to see make an impact immediately. These are yeah. pieces that are going to be able to just work. We know the union are all about that development. Work in the system. Get them better. And then see how they can, can you know, compete and fight a couple years from now. Yeah. Look, I think you guys are, are bringing up really good points and what I want to bring up, too, because, like, I know in Philly we don't value draft picks in the MLS Super Draft in general, but yeah. it is still a really good route if you want to make it professionally, not only in the United States, but worldwide as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at Jack Harrison. The dude is starting for Everton. That's an MLS draft pick. Yeah. And Chicago is still kicking themselves in, <laughs> for, for trading him away to NYCFC. But, like... Not every player is born with that talent, right? Yeah. Some players have to work harder for it. In college, you may not get that right tutelage, but you can put yourself in a situation. You look at Duncan McGuire this year for Orlando. Mm-hmm. My man put himself in the right situation. They sent over Erkan Kara, the guy who they they bought for solid money, who was going to be their striker. They Duncan outworked him, and then they, they sent, sent them off in the summer back to Turkey, I believe. But the point is... The MLS Super Draft should not go anywhere. And if you are a player that's willing to bet on yourself, it's definitely Mm -hmm. a viable route. And I think that, you know, teams like obviously the union, they have their beliefs, but other teams can find ways to take advantage of the MLS Super Draft. And there can be some good players out there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, First of all, it's hilarious, Babita and Eugene, you guys are going back and forth the chat and cracking up over here. (laughs) But I will say the other thing that we have to keep in mind is the United States, in terms of sports, is just behind. You know, in other countries, you can go... Look at Messi. I mean, you have teenagers, you have 14, 15-year-olds going pro, and and it's been fine that they play internationally, but also even other sports. And I always bring up, like, gymnastics, tennis, you know, some of the smaller, quote-unquote, sports that have their their professional athletes are younger. It's just that in the United States, there's this need to... Like, even, obviously, our education is different, like, university versus college. Like, so many things are different compared to other countries. But, you know, we have this mindset of, like, age is what we judge everything off of. And in other places, it's your talent. Yeah. You know, if you're you're 10 years old and you're talented enough to play on a U18 team, you're going to play on that U18 team. For sure. Whereas here, it's like, whoa, you're playing up too much. You're going to be outmatched. So it's, I think, a sign that... Not just the MLS, but soccer and sports in the United States are finally catching on. I mean, even when the NBA launched and rolled out more around like their G League and right. things like like we're seeing more opportunity come into fruition that now gives, as you mentioned, athletes a chance 
to pursue whatever path makes most sense. And honestly, I'm a little jealous. I know Eugene Krabs, you're saying you're jealous in the chat. In all seriousness, I am very jealous because when I was coming through, there were not these opportunities. And I just, gra okay, I'm celebrating my 10-year anniversary from college this May. Hey. So I'm coming up on a decade since I graduated. But that's <laughs> really not that long ago. And sure. the opportunities that were there when I was coming out and the NL NWSL was in the second season, even the MLS was still, you know, in a growth period where, like, I remember Ryan Richter going to the union was such a big deal because the union were still so young yeah. at that point. But now you have so many other teams and options that it doesn't, the options for us were like, you either make one of the NWSL teams or you go play in another country and good luck. And even the local teams were like not financially or anything where you wanted it to be to have a good professional experience. So the experience is changing, the opportunity is changing. And it's well, it's well needed. Finally, yeah. not to finally. not to elaborate on this point because you can literally make a podcast out of this. But oh my gosh, part yeah. Of, part of the problem too is that like we're having a tough time identifying talent. Number one, there's competition. Like you know, if you're an 18 year old or 16 year old kid with a lot of athleticism, do you want to play basketball, football, mm -hmm. soccer? Other countries don't have these options. And yes, the pay for play. Obviously, we know why we have to pay to play. But in this country, soccer is for the rich. Whereas Bingo. in most countries, oh it's, gosh, it's yeah. for the poor. You know, I, 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 you know, I go to Colombia, I see kids with no shoes on with a ball that's ready to be thrown out on a dirt pitch, but they're happy as can be. And, and they're just learning because of the competition is so mm -hmm. deep. And these are some things that obviously, like I said, we can make a whole podcast about. We're probably, we have plenty of time this all season. We can probably talk about that. But those, but those are some of the issues that we have. But dare we say, real quick though, JP, mm -hmm. that is the reason why there's been the force of going to college and then going professionally. Because instead of you jumping into the NHL, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, NBA, whatever, you go to college, you're a big name player. Now, for A, you're given tuition, cha ching, cha ching. B, if you're, if you're good enough to jump to go play professionally out of high school and instead go to college, you're now getting. Donors, boosters, all ticket sales, your team's probably winning more games. You probably are going, you know, deeper into the NCAA tournament. To ching ching ching, all those dollar signs are adding up. And business runs the United States, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, it runs the world, but like it really run, runs the United States. And now instead of having those, you know, like someone like a LeBron James or Messi had, you know, they go the college route, imagine them playing in at what you know whatever college you name it it just it definitely is a whole conversation we can get into because the access in other countries of like just go outside and play doesn't have to be organized definitely doesn't cost thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment sure. and travel and all this other stuff is what separates you know other countries from the united states and then as a whole is why u.s soccer is behind because everything comes down to the bottom dollar instead of the talent Ooh, whole other conversation, y'all. We just, went down a rabbit hole. Just like this backyard, how many kids are in, in North Philly, mm -hmm. in Camden, that you don't even know that there is probably talent, but they're lower income places and we're not taking advantage of it? You know, go go to Kensington Soccer Club. They're doing fantastic things and they're helping out. For That's sure. so wild. That's wild. Well, guys, you don't have to be a professional player to to love sports. You can also be a professional fan. And what better way than <laughs> with the Game Time app? It's the place to get tickets, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, for stressful situations, there's no such thing with Game Time app. It is the best place to buy place best place to buy tickets. Guys, head on down before the game, hang out with your buddies, and then right before the game, buy the tickets at the best price. And for our first time users right now using the promo code PHLY, you'll get $20 off your first purchase. That's right. $20 off. Use the promo code PHLY. And yes, if you want to use it for other events, you can use it as well, not only for sporting events. So thank you to Game Time. Make sure you guys download it. It's a free app. 
Check it out. Use it for your first purchase. And thank you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You got the game time app. Well, JP, I know Jose's asking a good question about the NIL and everything. Uh, mm. And I know that could also be a whole hour-long conversation. My quick thought is the NIL does level the playing field in some ways. It still doesn't provide the professional experience because going to the NBA, the NFL, you know, whatever, um, Major League Baseball, although the NFL is also very behind because you can't jump there either. But going <laughs> to the NBA, uh, for example, and and, and instead of staying in college, does not equal out. Yeah. But if you are a, an athlete, especially a female athlete, and you have a chance to rack up on NILs, I mean, like someone like um, Angel the, Reese or the LSU gymnast, Olivia. The twins that I always see everywhere on social media. Who? The twins that keep bouncing. Oh, out. yeah, the, the cadaver, the cadaver so. twins or whatever. The cadaver? <laughs> the cadaver. <laughs> the abracadaver twins. Cadaver? <laughs> Guys, cadaver. Okay, okay. Listen, it's been a long day. I've been thinking you're, it's you're like you're close, but it, like you, you like it's cavender. It couldn't have been any more further off. <laughs> I could have said worse. worse things. I could have said worse. Listen, I've been in my mind, like we said before. I'm not here. I'm celebrating Christmas. I'm unwrapping presents right now. I'm drinking hot cocoa, watching Hallmark movies. Okay, I'm gone. But okay, cavender. The Cavender twins. Um, yes, That's there cool. are some athletes, especially on the female side, that are heavily, heavily taking advantage. And I blame Jose. He's the one that asked the question. Um, so I think that, in all seriousness, is helping that the professional stage doesn't seem as like much of a need because you can still provide for your family if you, don't you are. You not ramen noodles every night anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. Although... Lots of conspiracies there as well because a lot of athletes were still just fine. But oh, I'm all yeah. for it too. I wish I had NIL deals. Another thing that's Yo, you like. Imagine NIL, NIL deals. I'd be on burgers and cake <laughs> and Hallmark. Renee's just doing the renegade right before a game on TikTok. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Oh, no. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Moving along. Moving on. All right. Let's talk about some other exciting things because <laughs> time is already winding down, JP and Tyler, oh, yeah. as per usual. We're already rolling through this episode. Now, we did see some schedules released. Oh, yeah. Oh, for Where sure. Where we going, for sure. guys? Like, we, I don't even know. Like, we saw the MLS schedule released, which uh -huh. is exciting because we now know some dates to have circled on our calendars, which is great. And it's crazy because February will be here before we know it. February 24th. Things kick off. Yeah. Wild. We saw right the CONCACAF Champions League stage get set officially. Mm -hmm. uh, lot, what, I, what I take from all these schedules... As we're hearing things about Leagues Cup and Open Cup and everything, that everything, it's like, oh boy, we are almost back at lots of soccer, JP. Lots, lots of soccer. I, I'm so excited. The schedule release is always the best. Like, I, I one of my favorite movies of all time is Fever Pitch. I know that can be controversial, wow. just like Renee's Pitbull. One of your favorite of all time? It's one of my favorites. So when when me and my fiance met each other, I was like, babe, 
This is the movie. And if you if you watch this and you say this is your life, then we might have something here because it's very it's it's very reminiscent to my life. But regardless, hmm. the, the part where the guys meet up at the apartment and like the season, they like hand out the tickets like you get the Yankees game on this day. You get the Orioles game like this to me is that. But obviously I'm not giving out tickets here, but I'm like looking, I'm like thinking I'm also looking at, you know, there, right, there are some tough, like, early road trips here for the Union. Like, you look at March 16th, Austin, then March 23rd, you're in Portland, back-to-back -back road games. Then April 6th in Nashville, April 14th in Atlanta. So, obviously, when the Union have had the success that they've had, your schedule is going to be a little bit difficult as well. But it's fun because, like, I'm, like, thinking, like, where can I be going? There's places in the United States I still need to go see, stadiums I want to cross off my no. bucket list as well. And so, that's what I'm looking at for sure. I agree. I agree. I know Eugene's saying PHOY on tour, probably for a different reason, <laughs> but it's fine. So I'm going to run with that too. Um, it would be cool to be able to like take a tour of the different stadiums and just go game to game and, and not even from a working perspective, maybe just go as a fan. Is there, you know? is there, I mean, obviously like, like some of these teams share them with football, but for like soccer, any of these stadiums, any of these matches you want to see in person? Uh, for the union or just in just, general? I mean, I guess in general, maybe something you haven't seen before, watching or just yeah, a neutral site. I, I mean, so I haven't been to any outside of Red Bulls and, and here, I haven't been to any other stadiums for a game. You know, I've seen them. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched a game there. So the, the sky's the limit. You know, I'm not picky at all. <laughs> like, let me know where we going, guys. I mean, I have a lot on my list. I do want to say it was ironic to me because the union tweeted something out and it made me chuckle. It was about the, I got to find it again, actually. Oh, mm -hmm. it was about the uh, <laughs> Aronson brothers facing off against each yeah. other in Germany. And it was like, it's the first, you know, catch them facing off against each other in Germany. It's a sports trip that they're planning for you know, as a whole fan with Sports right. Trips Philly. And uh, people were in the in the comments like, mm, meanwhile, Brendan doesn't even want to be here anymore. And, you know, Pax, you don't even know if they're going to play. So, yeah, go fly all the way out there to Germany and watch them play. I'd be fine with that. I'll fly out to I'll, Germany yeah, and then not play. Yeah, I don't see a problem with that at all. I will be there. <laughs> Count me in. You know what? You need someone to go and watch the Aronson brothers play for five minutes. I will cheer for those five minutes and more. So I'm not picky at all because – I don't go to a lot of games as a fan. Like I just went to the Sixers game on Monday and it nice. was so weird to be there not working. It's fun. I've been, I, 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 from my, I used to go when I was younger, we would always go to games. You know, we would go to the Philadelphia kicks, chargers, Ooh. the independence. Uh, when I was in high school, I would go to the Sixers games. I would take the train and go to see Liberty games or Knicks games. I'd go see the Washington mystics play. Like my parents took us to see all the games. And then when I became an adult, everything is now just work. Adulting. So it's a totally different experience when you're going as media yeah. versus when you can go and kick back and relax and have alcoholic beverage, have a drink and show off your Christmas socks <laughs> that I'm showing off. <laughs> yeah. She's barefoot. No, I'm kidding. Guys. She's got shoes here. <laughs> At least my feet don't smell, I don't think. <laughs> it's all good, guys. I don't guys. know if they do, actually. It's been a long day. I was Put hoping... the dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping we would be in Salt Lake this year, because that's, like, on my bucket list. Oh, I want to go to Utah so bad, but there, there's obviously Wait, some good options here. I didn't even answer your question. Um, everyone's got their eyes on that Miami match. For I know. I'm, I'm excited and nervous and a lot of emotions. I wonder there. how much the cheapest ticket is going to be this year. Probably like a thousand dollars. Just kidding. Just That's kidding, crazy. guys. Just kidding. <laughs> That's crazy. Like I remember, and Tyler can attest to this too. Like paying like twenty bucks for for good seats, and now you're paying like a grand a while. I know it's messy. Like don't get me wrong, I know it's messy, but like it's crazy. Paying Man. that much in Subaru Park. 
It is. It is. And and then yeah. I mean, I expected I expect it's only going to get higher because the price tag is not only up for games that Messi's playing in, but for the league as a whole, like the the minimum price is no longer the same minimum price. Yeah. Everything, not to mention the market in general is just higher in this world right now. You know, you can't go get anything for cheap. You just want to get a slice of pizza or even a bottle of water or something. Everything costs you an arm and a leg. So tickets are are no exception. It is going to be much more expensive this year. And then on top of that, we did have, of course, with the CONCACAF Champions League, the stage is set. Hey. As we know, the union are going to be matched up Round one, as we talked about in our last show, against Aprisa, which is a great uh, game that we are, or aggregate of two legs that we're looking forward to. Take a look at the official draw results. As we know from the Union facing against Saprisa in round one, uh, some others to keep an eye on, like Guadalajara and Forge. We're going to have New England Revolution are going up against CAI. I don't know how to say it. It was Independiente. Yeah, it's fine. So there's some exciting ones here, yes. and it's fun to see where the other MLS teams have matched up in round one. Now, the specific stage of games has also been set with the Union and De- Deportiva Saprissa facing off February 20th for leg one, and then February 27th, leg two is at home at Subaru Park. So not only are we excited for the start of the MLS season on February 24th, days prior, we know the Union are going to be flying out to Saprissa in San Jose to face them so let the traveling begin yeah it's so <laughs> one thing we talked about before the season was or a lot before last year was the scheduling and just obviously travel to the united states in this league and, and Concacaf champions league champions cup how difficult Smoking that can material. be i mean you look at the union here to start off this year you're going to be in san jose obviously you have the two the 24th in against chicago at home and then you'll be back and on 27th against sapris again but then you go on to skc then that goes into Seattle, the two games against Austin and Portland, I, I mentioned with. So it's a nice early test here for the year. I don't know if we really are looking forward to an early test here after the season that we had, but it'll be interesting. I mean, knowing how Philadelphia is, I mean, we're ready to fire Nick Seriani and trade Jalen Hurts, so I know how we are <laughs> here. So if this team doesn't start off well to start off February, March, I, I think curtain, curtain call and curtain out is going to start. I don't want to look that far ahead because I, I don't want to think that negatively, but it is a tough schedule here for the team. And, and for the Champions Cup, look, two semifinals in the last three years. Yeah. So the expectation is there. Saprissa, they just won their, I think, their third straight trophy, if I'm not mistaken. They just won the Apertura uh, yesterday. This is not the same Saprissa team you saw in 21. So it is mm-hmm. not going to be easy. So it's going to be a good early test here for Philly in its early part. It is. It is. And as you mentioned, that's three games in the in the last week of February. Yeah. Like Seasons here, get started, and uh, get on the road, go to San Jose, and then, and then return back home. This isn't a club that always, like, we don't make our big signings in December. So, like, so more than likely you're looking at a January, February of your <laughs> big signings. So, yeah. And then having them... T- need to just jump right in right. and figure things out, which is oh, also... Visa, the, too, is always a problem. Visas are always an issue, uh, but then now on top of all the logistics and paperwork and, and the, the background and, from you know, issues, you now have, oh, go figure out how to play with your new teammates and jump right into a game. You know, personally, guys, I would like a nice syllabus week. Can we get a <laughs> syllabus week? Can we not jump right into the test? Three games in seven days. <laughs> right. Can we have a week... Of one game, maybe you open up like one game. Maybe it's, uh, I don't even know who you'd want to play. I have no idea. But it'd be great if it was local. 
not in San Jose. That is not only uh, not local, but it's in a whole different part of the, you know, it's in a different country. Mm-hmm. So it's requiring a flight and a lot of changes and a whole, you know, a lot, a lot. So can we just get a sale this week? That's all I'm asking for. I don't think that's too much to ask for, guys. Well, I think that we should get 11 <laughs> players together from PHLY and give them a scrimmage. <laughs> like, we're we're going to lose 100 to nothing, but, you know, get, get their legs a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I love time. that you know, idea. It's like, it's like when you play, you know, the, the D3 school in basketball, except it's worse. Right. Okay, so that's a great point. And I actually was doing a game recently, and it's like in December, most D1 schools, right before Christmas, play a D3 school blow them out by like 50, get a chance to get every single player and the water boy on the court. Where is that for the union? Where's your play? Where's nice, Georgia like, Southern? Where's Jacksonville right, State? Go play. <laughs> I, go play. So I know we played when I was in college, we played the independence when it was in the spring, but we played them one year and they actually wasn't that bad of a game. Go play a nice college. Like go play Drexel or Penn or, Anyone. We'll, we'll Just give us syllabus week, guys. That's all we want. We'll have to wait for the preseason matchups, but they do typically <laughs> like the I think they'll add like meaning two and like a co- local college team and this and that. But yeah, a good good nice little test would be would be nice for for that game before you have to go down to San Jose. That Clearwater two, three weeks that will be down there for spring training. Uh it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna get getting those guys geared up. So Hopefully the union, if you're if you're listening, we can get that you know that live stream on the website again. Mm, nice. That's all we ask for. That's all we want for Christmas, guys. Syllabus week, the live stream. What else we got? What else we got? We need to write these lists. Our list for uh, Santa. A uh, 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 ten million dollar DP. Uh. <laughs> yeah, right. Good luck with that. Um, it is crazy. It will be here very very soon. Uh, I know. We've got some days to just keep an eye on. Chicago, July 3rd. Wait a minute. I think I did see in the chat, actually. You guys are right, Eugene Krabs. I had to put it together. The math wasn't math at first. I was stuck on syllabus week. Chicago, July 3rd. The Union faced Chicago on July 3rd, which is what I'm trying to say here, words. And then the Phillies also play against the Cubs July 2nd to the 4th. I think we have a winner here, guys. I've never been to Chicago either, yo. I've been to Chicago for a layover twice. I'm trying to gain some weight out there. So is that two plus two equal one? I was in Chicago in (laughs) April, and it was like freezing rain. So... Mm. Chicago in the summer would be a lot better. Oh, dude, it'd be sick. I want a Chicago dog, deep dish pizza, Italian beef Fireworks. Fireworks. I want all the things. I want that. that we want um, all the things. That SNL accent. Remember with like Chris Farley? That bulls, that bulls. That bears. I want to talk to those people. They'll fire, they'll fire, they'll fire. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. There we have it. We've got to go plan our Chicago trip. No, just kidding. Uh, that actually has me very excited. That mm. is awesome. That's a good one. That's great. Okay. So we're going to, that's, so you ask what's circled on my, on the calendar. It is that's definitely. A good one. That stretch. I um, know a lot of Union fans got June 19th circled. That's yeah. Cincinnati one. There, look, that there are a lot of games on here to be circled. Inter-Miami, playing against Red Bulls, playing against... There's a lot of people that the Union owe. First show. And the season with Cincinnati, <laughs> too, at home. Mm-hmm. So it, it'll be cool because it's already basically Christmas, which means... So my countdown is, gosh, it's wild. I don't even need a countdown at this point. I just need to know. Today's the 21st because I don't ever know what day it is. Today's the 21st. We are four days from Christmas, which makes us just 11 days from 2024, mm-hmm. which makes us just uh, 11:41. Uh, about 50, 
Oh my gosh, math. 50, ooh, 41. Oh my gosh, hold on. I'm doing the math in my head. 24. So math that puts is us hard. 65 days away from <laughs> 65 days away from the season opener against Chicago Fire. Woo! We're I almost figured there. It out. We're almost there. I couldn't think if there's are there if there were 30. I should have just looked at my phone. I couldn't think if there were 30 days or 31 days in January. I'll definitely have that countdown in my, in my phone because I'm Looking forward to the season. Well, I mean, obviously, we got to look forward to February 20th. We got that's the first one. That is the first one. That is the first one. I forgot. Le, yeah, let me. I couldn't. 30 days past September, April. What is it? April, May, and November. <laughs> <laughs> There's 31 days in January. Okay, so whatever. My math is not correct. But the point is, we're just about 60 days away from that uh, matchup for the to start off. All these are too quick. Games, games. Yeah, very quick. And you know what else can be very quick and helpful for you? That's being able to eat healthy and eat right with oh, all yeah. one of our new sponsors that we have uh, that do a great job, and that's Factor Meal Kits. And Factor Meal Kits helps, especially as you're working through the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. You're looking for some nutritious, flavorful meals that are easy, that get delivered right to your door, ready to eat. They are America's number one ready-to-eat delivery service, and they can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, or dinner the food is delivered right to your door, but it's not frozen foods. These are foods that are ready to eat and fresh, never frozen foods. And with that, you also get some options. They've got diet approved de uh, deals. They've got something for vegans, veggie options, calorie smart options, protein plus, all types of meals that fit whatever your lifestyle Chef crafted 35 plus chef crafted meals every week to support your healthy lifestyle. And over with our friends at Factor Meal Kits, you get to have a chance to have calorie conscious options so that this holiday you don't have to worry about skimping on flavor or skimping on eating healthy. And so go check out all they've got at Factor Meals. Head to factormeals.com slash union50, union50. And use code UNION50 to get 50% off. The magic number is 50, guys. Head over to factormeals.com slash UNION50. Use code UNION50 to get 50% off. And that's right, 50% off of deal. your purchase today when you use that code UNION50 over at factormeals.com slash UNION50. If you need it one more time, rewind. So that being said, they are your go-to for quick breakfast, lunch to go, grab and go snacks, ready to eat, cold pressed drinks, shakes, smoothies. And again, one more time, that's code factormeals.com slash union50. All right, we've talked a lot about the schedules because the stages are set, the schedules are rolling through. And one that we haven't actually touched on quite yet is the open cup. Mm -hmm. Oh man, yeah. So if you guys uh. have missed it last week, they MLS announced that the owners, uh, the board of governors voted on uh, having the senior teams not represent, but the MLS next pro teams obviously have the affiliation. But remember, right? Not every MLS team has a MLS next pro team. So that was a mention there. So double couple days passed. We're all marinating every fan base, every supporters group, every media members up in arms and we're protesting. I don't think the MLS expected that because then the U.S. Soccer Federation yesterday actually said, uh-uh-uh-uh, ain't going to happen. You're putting out those senior team players, and you're going to like it, all right? I think that overall, like, I'll be honest with you, Renee. I know a lot of fans love the U.S. Open Cup, and I completely get it. I was not so much up in arms, but I think the bigger picture kind of concerned me. What are we trying to do? Are we trying to be a global brand? 
or are we trying to reach to our local, you know, our local fan bases? Because we're still not a big domestic uh, product here. Mm-hmm. Globally, I get what they're trying to do. The Apple TV, you're going out after Messi, and you're doing this Leagues Cup. It's a competition with the two best leagues in North America. So I, I kind of understand where they're going with that. But if the option of going rooting out of U.S. Open Cup to emphasize the League's Cup, I'm not for. I don't really care for that. I don't need U.S. Open Cup, but if the option is League's Cup, I don't need that either. So I, I do love, you know me, I love the camaraderie, I love fan, the fan bases all around the league stepping up and voicing their opinion. At the end of the day, <clears> this, <throat> is, this is the longest-running tournament in American soccer history. So the MLS would do that. It was very, very bold, but... It blew up in their face real quick, Renee. And I'll be honest, I kind of enjoyed it. It was it was entertaining. I had my tea yesterday morning watching this on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's remarkable that right now we're seeing kind of the drama around it. Dun, dun, cue the Law & Order music because <laughs> it's like the news comes out, the schedules are getting released, the Open Cup is getting released, and then you have for so many teams that decision that they do have an MLS next team to say, you know what, instead send the union to. Don't send our, our senior team. Don't send our, our main team because it's a lot of soccer. And there have been, and see you, Babita, happy, uh, Merry Christmas to you. Welcome, Barbara, as well. Nice to have you here, too. There have been the conversations, even Jim Curtin was mentioning it, of maybe now we have to get more strategic with how we're going through our schedule that you don't always have your senior team or even your starting 11 being put out there. And the Open Cup is a great example of maybe an opportunity. I know something else that was brought up was the reward money that teams have if they win these individual tournaments, you know, Coke Cap Champions Cup, U.S. Open Cup. That, to me, is a factor. I think that's a big reason why, you know, teams should be able to prioritize. If you're not going to get – it's not all about money, guys, but it is. If your reward for winning is significantly less for one tournament versus the other, which would you put all your, you know, yeah. eggs into the basket for? So the, to then see the statements that came out saying, like, teams are not going to send their senior teams, and the statement that came back saying – Oh, no, as you mentioned, uh, uh, uh-uh-uh. You know, we believe that the beauty of the tournament is it embodies the only opportunity for every club in the country to prove itself on the pitch, a merit-based competition, aligning our game with the world's game. You know, all these statements are coming out about why there's a need for this camaraderie of having everybody come together. But the problem with soccer especially is there's so many tournaments like this. Like, I know the history of the Open Cup is great, but we also already have... You know, League's Cup, CONCACAF Champions Cup. Then there's things like, you know, for each player that have a chance to go play with their country in the World Cup, in the Olympics. There are so many cups that it takes. It's oversaturated. It's supply and demand, guys. There's way too many cups that now the participation in one doesn't feel as special. But if you have a chance to win a lot more money, I know Jose's saying like 100,000, 150,000 per win for League's Cup. That's enticing. Uh, the numbers, I, I have it written down somewhere for CONCACAF of what you can, oh, the champion earns uh, 5 million, it says 5, which would, that'd be funny if it's $5, 5 million plus uh, US dollars from CONCACAF and financial distributions if you win the Champions Cup. Like these are extra benefits. That's why the NBA in-season tournament was so great for the 500,000. You've got to give these players something if you're going to take their time, make them travel, make them play extra but it was it is interesting. I I mean I kind of was okay with the fact that don't send your senior team, send send your second team, and it is what it is. You're gonna get somebody yeah. represented there. And, and it goes 
towards you know like kind of like the bigger the bigger issue here with just our game in general i mean you saw like the rumors of back again we're talking again about a european super league the end of the day, it's all about the dollar signs. You know, Jose's giving us the figures about what these teams are making and what we made as a third place team. And yes, like it makes so much sense to prioritize mm -hmm. League's Cup because that that's that's money, it's dinero. So right. I, I think that it, it's tough, but you know, we're gonna continue talking about stuff like that. I mean, you're gonna hear maybe rumbles next couple of years about a CONCACAF Super League and what are we supposed to do here? So that's where I'm weary as to is this supposed to, are we trying to be the global MLS or are we right. trying to be the league for the Americans? And that is where I'm concerned. That's my only concern. If it's if it's the substitutes leagues cup, I'm not really crazy about that per se. Yeah, because the leagues cup, there's been this speculation of if they're gonna play or not. Yeah. Um, I just think you have you ha just manufactured, like it's just the it whole is, US Mexico. It's it cool, is. but we already have enough of that. And and this desire to want to bridge the gap within all these soccer leagues is great, but it's gotta be done in a way that doesn't like you can't have okay, go play your individual leagues and then we're gonna play another league game, and then you're gonna also yeah. play um, you know, countries and you're like all the, it just, it's too much. It's just yeah. too much. And the other argument is like, you know, in England, like those premier league teams, they're playing the prem, they're playing Carabao cup, they're playing yeah. FA cup, all these different yeah. tournaments as well. But those so teams also <clears throat> have the funds to have depth to Bingo. compete in all those tournaments. We just had the MLS rule changes. There was nothing about the DP, maybe a little more money to spend, but obviously, you know, we're all looking for higher quality of players. And so that's the difficult part as well. If you're going to require more, you have to allow for more. Yeah. And that's the frustration that I know we've talked about a lot with the union specifically is you have to have a roster that's that's built and designed to be able to withstand all these games. Yeah. Because that's the other part of it. Okay, if you can't send union two, now union one needs to have 45 players. I'm just starting on a number. <laughs> 45 players that you can have on your roster. And then essentially you're not sending your best. Maybe you're you're resting some guys, but you still are, it's still the union. So you need to at least allow for financially and maybe roster space, cap sizes. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of conversation around it. And Jose's mentioned the MLSPA. There's going to be those absolute conversations because – you want to you want to participate in as much as you can, but you don't want to do it at the expense of burning guys out, getting them hurt or even, you know, at the end of the season now, they just they just look exhausted. So there has something's got to change because we know money does talk and move the needle. And unfortunately, that is the driving factor. And if there's this need for having more cups and more games because it does sell more tickets, as you're talking about Philly versus America, you know, as you're having these different types of games that. It gives more, you know, she believes cup for the women. There's all these cups, all types of things that happen, whether it's the national team or the leagues. But we need to see more players, yeah. more money. The salaries then maybe need to be a little higher, for example. It's, Pay it, people. It is true. And the one thing is, too, you, you don't want to piss off the players. They are the engine of this league because that's why, you know, butts get put in seats to watch these players. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jose says that. And, like, I, I, I get it. I get who Club America is. I get that. But, like... You said Philly versus Pittsburgh River. I was like, ooh, I would watch that. Because, I mean, it's Philly-Pittsburgh. That's just me because, you know, I obviously know. grew up in America, the Philly-Pittsburgh thing. But I get what he's saying. America is putting butts at, at the link. I the know. Union are not putting butts at the link, unfortunately. And that's the other thing. You have these special games that are exhibition games or cup games that now it's business. It's just business. You're now selling tickets at the link. You're now selling tickets, you know, wherever. And that in itself is what is has them kind of salivating. And to be honest, guys, 
it's only going to get worse because Messi's in the MLS. And with more, more names too. and with other yeah. names that come out of the MLS, let's be honest, for as frustrating as this, as this may be, it's only getting worse because now you that's why we have Messi versus Ronaldo. I mean, these these things did not happen before, but the league is like, oh, boy, we've got lighting in a bottle. We've got to capitalize on this and we've got to make the most of it. So we're only going to see more to move the financial number because there are more people paying attention to soccer right now yeah. there's more of that so it is exciting um i also want to as we wrap up here uh give an early thank you to the union who are um giving us a special gift i just got a message from them they're hey. stopping by to provide us with a special holiday gift and it's one that you can eat guys hey. do you know what that is they're gonna give us like <laughs> snake jerky <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> bimbo i probably shouldn't say that out loud but Bread, bimbo bread. Tyler, what are you getting? Wait, what? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Did I just like slip through a portal for the last 30 seconds? Well, I'm not going to lie. I feel really weird because, guys, we have these windows here. And it's huge windows. You can't see them, obviously. But it just went from like sunny outside to like nighttime. And I feel like I've been, we've been sitting on this show for like five hours. I do feel like I slipped into a portal. But I was saying we have a get, uh, gift coming. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. And then we started talking about eating snakes and it got weird real fast. That guy. The weird, <laughs> he made the weird comment, not me. Well, I was jerky? just trying to say what he said. He said bimbos and, and snake jerky. <laughs> I said snakes, eating snakes and bimbos. <laughs> It's giving boats and hoes. <laughs> snakes and bimbos. Snakes and bimbos. So what is the question? Oh, I asked you a question. What, are, what do you think the union is giving us tomorrow? Uh, I really promise you we were looking to you because I asked you a legitimate question. As we were, You're like, we just need who, to wrap this thing up. Who's the new sponsor? They just got a new sponsor, correct? Oh, what? look at oh, you diving. They did. Whatever the new sponsor is, that's what it... That's not. It's it was okay. the Cento, the the like the Italian like import goods. <laughs> we're there, getting cutlets. We're not go. Giants fans. You think we're getting some cutlets? Maybe some like you know jarred Italian cutlets? goods. Yeah, something from Cento. Peppers. Okay, okay. Well, uh, I started to disappoint you guys. It's just cookies. It's just some holiday cookies, actually. But what do you mean? That's that, what do you? Just, it's just I mean, you said cookies. snake jerky and, and my options were cutlets. my options were cookies? snake jerky or cookies, and you're disappointing me with cookies. <laughs> Yeah, just ho just some delicious sugary holiday cookies, the good ones. Uh, so thank you to the Philadelphia Union yes. for giving us some holiday treats that are not snake jerky, jerky or cutlets. Although or I would try snake jerky. I would too. I'm a weirdo. I love jerky. Yeah, same. Do you think it'd, be, it'd look like the little beef tips? No, it would be like a regular oh, like beef a stick? jerky stick, but it like would just be snake. Yeah, they make it into everything. You can get, you get, um, you know, alligator. What makes it a jerky? Is it the shape? It's the way that it's made. It's like and it's preserved, like hydrate, right? Yeah, like it's, pre it's preserved. Like, yeah, exactly. It's the best snack ever. Agree. It's too expensive, though. Yes. I'm not. I don't know. Jerk is kind of weird to me. It's like a beef stick. It's yeah. weird. It's like a weird thing. My fiance hates it too. So yeah, but it's a little drier than home. a beef stick. Like That's, I need to like dip it in something, but that defeats ah. the purpose. A barbecue sauce with it? Yeah, like I need to put some it A1 might be sauce on, on it. <laughs> No. All right, it's this time is, for us this to go. is a PHOY jerky talk. <laughs> we are gonna have one day, guys. We are having a PHOY food special because every show we end up talking about food, 
or other things, of course. So I feel like we need to just like lean in fully to a food conversation. But we've officially gone over. We've gone off the rails. We've gone down some some deep rabbit holes here of some conversations around various things. Uh, but most <laughs> importantly, we just enjoy that you guys are here. Thank Hit you Hit that thumbs up button. This is our last time seeing you until after Christmas, which is wild. Uh, I can't believe it's Christmas, guys. I'm going to no. cry. This is why you celebrate Christmas all month. And it's and you celebrate until January 15th because Christmas Day is too fast, but Christmas season is not over yet. Mm -mm. So we hope you all (laughs) is that to me? No. Oh. Okay. So with that, we hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. We will have an episode for you next week. We'll be dropping the times and details for our live episode next week for the uh we're gonna have a unique schedule since it is the holidays. But we will be back. So for all of us here at PHOI, happy holidays to whatever you celebrate. Merry Christmas. And for Tyler, JP, Larry, myself, Renee, we'll see you guys after Christmas. Merry Christmas.